Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 50. I met my husband online. You do the work and you clear the pathway and then that person can come in. So God is online. He's he's matchmaking online. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Audrey Hope, a multi-talented force in the healing arts, Audrey's work with people of all ages, professions, creeds, and callings has earned her the title The Buster. Her gentle but firm approach gets to the root of the root to solve problems through practical procedures that uncover the soul, guiding patients to freedom and a path of inner peace. She has been published in the Washington Times, Addiction.com, and more. And I just love her website. It's basically full of quotes about you know, self-love and loving yourself. Oh, I love that. But before we get to our interview with Audrey, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. Are you trying to live a more healthy life but find organic and non-toxic products too expensive or hard to find? Then ThriveMarket.com is the online shopping club for you. Like the Costco meets Whole Foods for everything healthy online, you'll get the best brands and groceries delivered up to 50% off retail prices, shipped nationally to your door for free. So much better than going to the store. So much better than paying full price. That's right. <laughs> when you become a member, ThriveMarket.com will donate a free membership to a low-income family, teacher, or military family making healthy food and organic products more affordable and accessible to those in need. Such a great business model. Model. I can't even get over that. We're so obsessed with this company, Food Heals Nation, that we invited the founder and CEO to be on our show. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back to episode 45 where you can hear our interview with Gunnar Lovelace. His ideologies and what he's doing just really blows our minds. And we only work with sponsors with missions and products and services that we believe in. So we're so excited to be partnered with Thrive. So Food Heals Nation, join Thrive Market today and never pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash foodheals to get three months free, which is a discount exclusive for Food Heals Nation listeners, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's right. And when we sing, it's legit and it's exciting. So go to <laughs> thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. And Food Heals Nation, don't forget to check out our brand new ebook, The Vitality Cleanse. We have to sing now. Sing now. Now you have to sing it, Susie. Oh, God. The Vitality Cleanse. <laughs> From now until January 5th, you can get 50% off your purchase of The Vitality Cleanse by going 
to foodhealscleanse.com and using the coupon code FOODHEALS. And we're going to tell you all about the Vitality Cleanse later in the show, but first we have to get to our wonderful, amazing interview with Audrey. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. All right, today we're here with a really, really interesting guest, Audrey Hope. Audrey prides herself on being a motivational speaker and has garnered success as a host on Hope for Relationships. Previously, Audrey has garnered accolades for her international award-winning talk show, Real Women, and the European series Rehab. She received a Telly Award commemorating excellence in cultural programming, a spot on the Who's Who in American Women, and was chosen by Mirabella Magazine as one of their 1,000 most influential women. Welcome, Audrey. Wow, it's wonderful to be here. You didn't miss anything. Thank you so much. Well, you're one of the most 1,000 influential women, so we have to be careful. (laughs) Well, I'm very impressed and I'm honored, so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Where do, we be, where do we begin? <laughs> I don't know. There's so much to talk about. We're so excited. So I know we went over your bio, but just in your own words, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, um, I'm from New York. Um, I started out as an actress. Um, I still act. I came to L.A. and I worked in a clothing store to make money. My family was always in the clothing business. And so I was around a lot of women, and women would come in, you know, every Saturday. And they started to ask me questions about their lives. And all of a sudden, I just started giving them this advice, and I started to become very intuitive. And that just kind of took off, and then people started coming to my home. And then um, I decided that I wanted to do a television show and just tell women that they were brainwashed, that they didn't understand, that they lost their self-esteem, and they and so I just had to do something about it. So I wanted to do actually one show about this, just say, women of the world, you're brainwashed, you've got to wake <laughs> up, we got to stop this. I, You know, because women would come into the clothing store, and I, I, there was never anyone who liked their body. Not one woman ever liked her body. I thought this is just... This is just so sad. It's an epidemic. It really is. It's an epidemic, and it really affected me. And plus, I was acting, and there was always that, you know, how you have to look and everything. So I just had to do something about it. So I put this whole production together, and I just went on and on. I ended up interviewing some of the greatest women of the world, and they were not famous when I you know, when I interviewed them, I interviewed them on blue screen and I, this was way before Oprah. <laughs> and my show Real Women and was dedicated to positive female role models and life altering perspectives. And I just became so passionate about it. And um, yeah, and then I started uh, working with people one on one. And uh that's a whole story in itself. So, um, you know, I work in the rehabs in Malibu Mm -hmm. and it's just a gift. I just use my intuition and it's remarkable. It just comes. I just connect up and I've been able to really help people to get to the root of their problems. It's not psychology. It's just like really what's going on with them. Really. And I, and I say it's from whatever level. I mean, it could be a past life. It could be a karmic thing. I mean, these are things that everyone wants to know. 
So if you don't heal it at the root, things will just repeat and repeat and go on. That's why people can be in therapy for years and they don't heal because they don't get to the soul or to the energetic level. It's just a fascinating thing just to bring on your intuition. Absolutely. I love that so (laughs) much. It's like the power of the mind and the intuition. It's like we don't give that enough credit. And like you said at the beginning, I mean, every woman I know complains about their body, complains about their clothes not fitting right, complains about not looking good enough. Like how much of our energy are we as women going to continue to spend on this until we just decide, you know what, we are beautiful and stop badgering ourselves and belittling ourselves and trying to fit into this cultural norm because it's all about your mind. Your mind. And you make a great point. You see, women have to stop it. You know, you can't like raise your hand and, and ask for permission. And you, you just have to take it. And so the whole thing is that women don't have to wait and they could do it themselves. They just have to say like, no, enough. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to give my power over to this. And so that's what's so powerful about it that we don't have to wait on anyone. I love it. It's so true. And it's so conditioned. It's like, uh, you know, I used to love reading, you know, all the magazines in the grocery store, um, all different women's magazines. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? These only sell because they're offering you a solution to a perceived problem, which is your skin, your hair, your nails, your body, your thighs, whatever it is. Yes. And I had to say, you know what? I don't need to read these anymore. I don't care if I like the the astrological, the horoscopes in the back. <laughs> I don't need to read these anymore. I can read other things. And it's, I can't read them. I Now, someone, I, I think I got a free a subscription somehow. And I'm like, I didn't order this. And I can't read it because it. I see through it for what it is now. I agree. I can't read them either. Well, we have to uh, spread the message. I mean, some women don't even know this is going on. It's It's unbelievable. They don't even understand what's happened to our history, which I say it's his story, mm. not her story. They don't understand that a lot of our the documents have been taken out of our history. They don't understand the power of the goddess. They, they don't even know. And so they just give their power away to a man or they just um, become so needy and, you know, wait on, you know, a man to save them. And so... Um, Really, just to say, did you know you were brainwashed? Did you know that, you know, our power was taken, our self-esteem was taken? So then it becomes very dangerous because, you know, look what's happening with rape and and, and the different countries, Um, you know, women not being able to go to school. I mean, it really comes down, this self-esteem issue about taking our history is, becomes very serious. It really does. It's not just a, well, you know go get Botox or not. It's something else. It's, it really goes down to it's dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous for women to not love themselves. It's really interesting, Audrey, because, you know, I was born in the 70s, but I knew enough about women's lib and always considered myself a feminist. I look at women younger than me, the millennials, the women. The selfie twi- generation. The selfie generation. And it's almost like, oh, my God, did women's lib even happen? I feel like we put ourselves backwards a little bit. I, I don't know exactly how it happened. I can't blame anyone specifically, but it is time we wake up. It's the iPhone. I blame the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's the media, the images. It is the media. See. You know, women are not allowed to age. And, and the whole thing about it is that we really get better as we age. 
we get we get you know our issues don't bother us as much we've healed we're free and it's 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 a terrible thing that women can't be over 35 and, and they're considered old it's such a disservice you know what really influenced me there were two books. There was The Beauty Myth. Remember, I don't know if you know that book by Naomi Wolf. And yes. then um, The Undeclared War Against American Women by Susan Faludi. I read these two books, and, and, I, and these two books just inspired me to do my TV show. And it mm-hmm. was just really talking about the, the effect of the media images and what it does to women. And it's a distraction. If a woman's in a boardroom, right, and she's going to be the leader but then she's really worried about her, her wrinkles and her aging. It takes her power down. You see, these are all tricks to take a woman's power down because the woman really holds the key. She's the, she's the intuitive one. So the woman has to be the queen, and then the man has to know it, and that makes him a king. And this balances the feminine and the masculine, and this is what's going to heal the world because the world is too masculine. I mean, look at it. There's an imbalance of power, and and that's why the goddess needs to come up because the the men have taken it, you know, the patriarch and all that, and look at the wars and everything. So it really becomes to a spiritual level, too, of the feminine, the masculine. So it is the time of the woman, and as we grow and get our power back, the world will also heal. That is so beautifully stated. So I want to go back a little bit to when you said people don't know the history. Can you tell us about the history? How did it get to be this way? Well, let's talk about the Bible. I mean... <laughs> I, even, even even before that, right? Because there used to be a time where the goddess was celebrated. Where Absolutely. even, I don't, I don't exactly know when, but it, more like in cave person day, caveman days, um, where they didn't know how women would have children and they used to think the rivers would impregnate the women and the women had more power because they gave birth. Yes. And then, as you said, the Bible came along and that flipped it all around. Yes, <laughs> right? absolutely. Rianne Isler wrote a book, The Chalice and the Blade, about, you know, there was a more hopeful story of our cultural origins where men and women honored each other. Um, but then there was a time when the power was taken. Um, you know, like in the Bible, there was the uh, council, I think, of Nicaea, right? And they went and they actually, you know, scraped out certain passages and put in blaming the women and did all these document changes. And we're still feeling the effects of this today. You know, I mean, if you really sit and read the Bible and, and, and really look at what it says about women, it's absolutely mind-blowing, and and so it starts there, and it's all her fault, right, Eve? Eve, it's all her fault. Yeah, <laughs> that bitch, Eve. She did, she's not even her own woman. She was made from Adam from his rib, right? She's not even her own woman. That's right. So there were women around Jesus. There were, you know, the, the women in, in Greece, you know, that were helping the philosophers, and all of this was taken out. So it looks like the men were the ones, and it's such a dishonoring to not have this story straight. So I always say it has to be restoried, it has to be restored. Because the goddess is is it's the spirit, you know, Mother Earth. Even in spirituality, if you do you guys do yoga? And yes. or Kundalini Yoga. Okay. 
And the Kundalini is, is, is known as the feminine inside the body. So it's the enlightenment. We're made, you know, our natural birthright is enlightenment, right? So that's a feminine thing. And so when you dishonor that in a woman, you dishonor the spirituality, you just take down everything. So um, that's why we need to get some. That's why these documents... You know, you can't argue with them. Well, you know, go look at them now. They're, they're, they're in the museums. You can see that some of these documents are being found. You can't argue with that now. Before you'd say, well, you know, no. But now we have proof. We have proof that the woman was, in, you know, much more powerful than has been documented. So we're in this present day where everyone is trying to look like a celebrity, getting plastic surgery, getting Botox, as you said, and these are all surface level ways of beauty. How can women kind of get over that and really appreciate their true beauty? What advice would you give? The self-esteem is absolutely everything. I call it the sovereignty of the self, to honor the self. It must begin like Dorothy with her own shoes, you know, it must begin inside, like the kingdom of God is within. It begins in all of us. You cannot wait for the outside or for others. I just thought of like the two O's, outside or others. Mm. Because she has to sit. I always say a woman doesn't need anything, you know, she just needs herself because she can do this herself. She could just close her eyes, put her hand on her, you know, put your hand on your heart and say, I now vow to honor myself. I will never criticize myself ever again. See, that's the big one because women are great at that. They are so great at taking themselves down. And I call that, it, I call that the crime. It's like, a, I call it actually a double crime. It's, it's so horrendous to do this to oneself. And when you want to heal spiritually, that's actually the point that you have to heal is the part that's so critical that takes yourself down because then that's where you miss the divine force because if you're bowing your head, you can't align. Let's, let's say if the divine force was the sun and, and it was good to imagine aligning with it, but if you bow your head in shame and you criticize yourself, you miss the whole divine force, the energy, the alignment with the divine. So what do women do best? They criticize themselves. And why is it so difficult for women, I know you talk a lot about this, to look themselves in the mirror and say, I am beautiful or I am powerful or whatever. That's hard for us. Why? Oh, I've done this in groups it's, it, until the woman could actually do it. It's unbelievably difficult. Um, I don't know. It's because we... You know, we're not young enough, pretty enough, smart enough. This is just, it's just, this is the, the programming. When you begin to feel the light inside, when you connect up, and it's really blissful when you really connect, even in yoga when you do it, or when you meditate, or when you have a spiritual practice. I always say it's like music. It's like sex. It's, it's an actual feeling experience of the divine that's our natural birthright. But what happens is real life takes us out of that. So I always say everyone needs a shield around them. They need to put themselves almost in a coconut because the secret to power is to not be distracted, not be taken down by the negative forces. Say, you know, Fox News or, you know, turning on and watching, you know, over and over again a plane crash or, or negativity from the outside world. That's 
easy to do. Just shut the TV, sit down and quiet. But then there's another thing that we do is we take ourselves down inside of us. We're very critical of that criticism again. And so you stop the negativity inside and out, and then it's almost like you can feel this divine force. You can imagine the light coming in your body, and then this, that's it, man. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate, that it doesn't come from anything. It comes from inside you. That's inner peace, and that's what we all need to see because we're too much in the outside world. We've lost it. It's not authentic. It's superficial. And look, you like you said, the kids, the phones, the cell phones. We got to get back to the authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some tools to get there? I know you mentioned Kundalini Yoga, which I'm a huge fan of because I really do feel like that. It, it, it sounds crazy, but the way that they breathe and they teach you to connect with the breath is so different than any other type of yoga. So tell us about that and tell us about any tools that people can use to really get to their authentic self. This is not complicated, anything that I'm speaking of. It's very simple. I advocate simplicity. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. I say you do what needs to be done and that's it. Because it's simplicity even in spirituality. It's not complicated. You could be in nature, find a place in nature, and sit down on the ground and just be in silence and just say, I now command all negativity to leave me immediately. And you could see the energy just go into Mother Earth and just suck it up, just go down into the earth. That's what you be. How simple is that? To just go outside and even put your feet in the sand, in the salt water, in the ocean. We don't take enough time, just like we shower every day, we don't clear the energy. So what it does is it just accumulates. It accumulates. No wonder why people need drugs or get angry or fight, because they haven't learned the secret of energy, which is to clear the body. So like you shower, you have to say, I now command the negative energy to leave me immediately. And you almost have a practice where it has to get filled up. I love the energy of the sun opening up the head. And imagining like orange juice going through the body. You can actually heal yourself this way. There's miraculous healing techniques with visualization. Kindergarten stuff. Because the most childlike, Disney-like way is really the most sophisticated healing. Tell us more about that. Tell us about that. (laughs) Simple techniques. So this is like 25 years of sitting with people. I mean, sitting with people, you learn so much about their suffering. So I've had so much experience with the journeys of people and watching and why, you know, people suffer. Healing becomes very simple. You go to the um, the keys, the place inside, the root, as I say. And once you find that, it's like problem solution. And that becomes like a woman would say, oh, I feel like there's a noose around my neck. He makes me feel like I'm strangled or he makes me feel like I'm the maid. He makes me feel I'm a slave. You see these words that they say? That is so telling and that is the answer to what is really going on. Sometimes with women, they get divorced, they leave a relationship, but they're still courted to that guy. And they have to energetically cut the cords. Mm -hmm. So they'll say, I feel like he's with me. I feel like he's there. 
because it's true. Energetically, that is what's happening. So I always listen to what they say, and it tells you everything. And that's why healing is simple. Audrey, can you give us, um, because there are actual cord, I, I actually was walking through a farmer's market one day, and there was a healer, an energy worker offering cord cutting. Do you know anything about um, any kind of techniques that people can use to actually energetically cut cords besides what oh, you just yes, mentioned? Thank you so much. I've had to learn all of this because this is what goes on with people, right? So you just have to close your eyes. And I have worked with Harvard doctors. I mean, I've worked with really sophisticated people. And no, there isn't a person who doesn't see this. You do. It's not airy-fairy. It is so logical. And that's where my New York side comes in because I'll say, close your eyes. Tell me where the, tell me where the cord is. Tell me where the cord is. And everyone can find it. They point to it. It's unbelievable. Some say it's the head. Some say it's the heart. Some say it's the feet. And then you, you, you follow that. I, I'll ask them what the cord looks like. Is it heavy? Is it a rope? And then I'll say, okay, how did this happen? Bring the person it's corded to. Go to the other side of the cord, who it is. Okay, now we have to unplug it. So now you have to say something to that person, right? Because it's something you never said. Healing is sometimes something you never said. The truth shall set you free. So you put that person there, you say what you want to say, and then you say, I am not allowing this connection anymore to be like this, and then you cut. And if it doesn't cut, that means you have not found the key. That means you are still holding on. So we got to dig deeper. Why do you still want to be courted to the person? And that's what happens. It's the invisible energy that people really do see. I don't know if you've ever heard of the term psychic vampires. Yes. Also, you can just know someone makes you feel bad. You know, you felt good, and then all of a sudden they called you or they walked in the room, and you don't feel well. You feel dizzy. You feel sick. You feel tired. That person really has toxic energy. And I always teach people how to discern that energy because it's so easy. You either feel good or you feel bad. And then you have to protect yourself. I mean, you can't be an idiot, right? If you know someone's toxic and you have to go see them and they're in your life, have expectations about it. You know, know that when I see them, they're going to do this. That makes me wise. Therefore, I'm going to protect myself or I'm going to expect it. Like if a chair's red, it's red. If a chair's black, it's black. You've got to call it as it, as it is. That person's toxic. That person is going to make me sick, make me upset, make me depressed. And now I know it. Now I'm wise. Now I know what to do. But it's the ignorance to think that they don't or they might change, which really catches people. Well, sometimes psychic vampires, you also... It's sort of a codependence, right? So it's, it, you know you don't feel good about around them. You know you have this kind of discomfort, but at the same time you feel like you can't not see them. I've seen this, maybe not in myself, but I've seen that in other people. It's like clearly person B is not good for person A, but they keep going back. They keep picking up the phone. They keep the relationship going the same way. Excellent. And That's an excellent point. Women are, get obsessed, don't they? <laughs> we we be, we're very, sometimes we can be codependent. We feel like we can't yeah. abandon them, no matter how bad they are for us. Men get obsessed too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it's true. They just show it differently. Right. I mean, I've had men come. In, oh, I love it because I get to study men. They would say, "Well, let's." I said, "Let's talk about you know your relationships." They go, "Great." And 
okay, where do you want to start? And they'll talk about a relationship they had like 25 years ago. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Men don't really, you know, our society doesn't really cultivate them speaking up, you know? No. So I know. So they, they just hold it in. And so we have to find a way to help them with that, you know, to, to be able to emote, to cry, to show their feelings. Women don't understand that men have very low self-esteem. They're shocked about that. They just assume that, you know, if a guy doesn't call, well, it's them. But sometimes the guy's afraid. Mm-hmm. They just don't understand that men have low self-esteem. You know, I think we're in a very interesting yet challenging time for both men and women where we're both kind of reconfiguring what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, and how to live yourself as a whole person. Do you agree? Absolutely. The roles are changing. The Even the finances, right? It's changing. It's not changing fast enough, though. One of the things that I still see is a little bit of the illusion about love and a little bit of the fairy tale. And I think that still catches women. I wish that would just move along a little bit more. I think we've made great strides in a lot of ways. But the man on the white horse saving the woman, I still see a lot of problems with that. Well, we have to figure out that we don't need to be saved as women or as humans. The only person that can save you is yourself. The only person that can heal you is yourself. The only person that can love you is yourself. When you discover that self-love, you're empowered to let someone else in, to let someone else love you, to let someone else help you heal or, you know, whatever you need. But everything you need is within you. And once you discover that, then... You can be empowered to find that person that can be next to you, but it's not about completing you. Like, that is just a myth. Like, I hate that movie. Like, you complete me. No one completes you. I complete me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's great because, you know, it'd be nice to see it as icing, whipped cream, not the whole thing. And so, you know, who doesn't come in to my office and talk about relationships? I mean, it's just unbelievable. Even though I work in addiction, um, as an addiction counselor, it comes down to relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you could love wholly and not in need, that's a wonderful thing right there, you see? Not with that donut hole where someone else, and then it becomes dangerous. What if they leave you? You would just disintegrate. Yeah. I want to go back to what you said about the cords. Because while you were talking, I got chills because I was thinking about all the cords that I had cut in my life and thinking how good I'm doing. Like, I cut that, I cut this, all the things that weren't working for me. But as you continued, I had a realization that I'm still holding on to a few. And that's my responsibility. And I definitely take ownership of that. But I wonder if you are speaking to someone like me who you know is holding on to these cords, you know, they know how to let go. They're really good at that, but they're still holding on to a few and they have to figure out the reason why. What are the tools to figure out how to let go? What is it that they need to learn in order to let go? I think it would be nice to be gentle with yourself, you know, to be gentle about it, you know, to, to approach it and then just gently find out why you're still holding on to those cords. Is something left unfinished? Mm-hmm. Um, when people take your power away, then there's something you might need to get back. Mm-hmm. Something you, something's left unfinished. You know, everything's healable. So if you approach it in a gentle way and go, okay, let me investigate that. 
why do I still feel I have that with that person? Audrey, can you say that again? I feel like that's a really <laughs> important statement. Everything is what? <laughs> everything, everything is healable. Thank you. We agree. I mean, I am talking heroin addicts, 15. I have seen miraculous things. Oh, yes. Everything's healable. I think that Did is something see, that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Miracles are possible. If you see a. You know, a 20, 20 year heroin addict not doing heroin anymore and going out and making businesses and getting married. And oh my God, that's a miracle. Absolutely. I feel like we need to hear that more. I feel like as a culture, as Americans, we're told certain things are not healable. And I believe that. I know Allison believes that. And thank you for saying it. Everything is healable. Well, I've seen it personally with my own mother. I mean, I had to go to ICU. She had fallen down and they gave her no hope. I had to take, you know, get on a plane. Oh, it was just awful. And they said there was no way she was going to make it. We just stayed there and 30, maybe was six weeks in ICU. <laughs> She's so great today. I can't even tell you. Aww. I mean, and every doctor is amazed. I did like 50 ways to die. And she <laughs> didn't. <laughs> so... You know, look in healing. I, I, you know, I, I know people from John of God. Do you know about John of God? Yes. Yes, but please uh, tell our listeners because I well, love this. Of, yeah. I work with someone who comes back. I, I don't have the time to go to Brazil. I would love to. I've had a guru. I've met people that are, you know, just otherworldly, that look like they come from other dimensions, that are healers. I've, I've, I've studied with them. Those were my teachers. Um, so John of God energy, this one woman comes back from seeing him, goes out there a lot, and then I go and work with her, and then I pass it along. See, John of God um, works with doctors who have passed over to the other side, and he actually turns into the vibration of those doctors. I, I, so it's fascinating. So it's a current of healing energy, and you know you can go online and see pictures of this current. And I used that current I, I, in my hands with my mother while she was in ICU. I just passed it through her feet. Wow. And I just passed it. I just didn't stop pushing the current. You know, it was the healing energy I, 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 that one of the things that really helped her. So I work with a miracle-minded consciousness even in my own life. I mean, I, I live more in the fifth dimension than I do in the third because why not? What is the fifth dimension? <laughs> Love, um, God, force, miraculous thinking. I mean, I, I, it's blissful to live there um, and to utilize it for people. I, I connect to that, and so I'm able to do my work because, you know, it's coming through me. How so I want that. I want, I, you know, I was thinking about this show today, and I said, wow, I'm really passionate to inspire some people. I hope that some people, you know, you, you two are very inspiring. I hope some of this inspires them. So... You know, yeah. maybe like two or three people that are listening to this. And then it's life changing. You know, that's my life purpose. Um, I've always been on my life purpose. I really feel that if you have a life purpose, it saves you. Like Viktor Frankl, you know, his book, Search for Meaning. Do you know that book? So it's one of the best books ever written. No. no. He was in a concentration camp and he could have been rescued. He was a doctor, but instead he stayed and he found such happiness helping the people in the concentration camp. Wow. And so when he was left, he came up with this idea of logotherapy, which is follow your, don't go after happiness, 
but go after your life purpose. And then happiness ensues. So I don't know much about happiness. I don't think about happiness. I think about my life purpose, and I know it's it's been something that I've always focused on. So it's never stopped. So it's just changed. Staying on life purpose is a life-saving button, and you don't need many things in life to really you know, push you through, but a life purpose is a wonderful thing to have. And it sounds like the two of you are on that. So bravo to you. (laughs) Thank you. We're working on it. And you said that you wanted to inspire us. And I can speak for both of us when I say we are super inspired right now. (laughs) And I know our listeners are too. So thank you. And next up, we're going to hear about the science of true love. And Audrey is going to let us know on the secrets to healing through the power of love and manifesting your soulmate after a brief message from our sponsor. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food that you put into your body because you know that food heals. The problem is that good, healthy food can be extremely expensive, but it doesn't have to be. That's why we were thrilled to discover Thrive Market. ThriveMarket.com is like the Costco for everything healthy online. That's right. It's an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices. Ship nationally for free. They have brands that I buy all the time like Simply Organic, Garden of Life, Dr. Bronner's, Tom's, Nutiva, 7th Generation, Gaia, and so many more. So basically everything I'm already buying at Whole Foods, right? Exactly, but at 25 to 50% off. And you can easily filter everything by your preferences. Gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, organic, and even fair trade. But what I love most about Thrive Market is their charitable cause. For every paid membership, ThriveMarket.com donates a free membership to a low-income family, a teacher, or a military family. How awesome is that? This is a game-changer, Food Heals Nation, because you never have to pay full price for healthy foods again. That's why we scored an exclusive discount for you. Yes, so check out Thrive Market and get two months free membership plus 15% off your first order. Join the movement at thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. Are you ready to start the new year off right? Have you been thinking about doing a cleanse but are overwhelmed with all the options? Let us break it down for you in our latest guide, The Vitality Cleanse. If you've been feeling sluggish, depleted, or dissatisfied with your overall health, in most cases, your diet is the culprit. Unbeknownst to most Americans, the food they ingest are rife with harmful additives. The Vitality Cleanse is here to reverse that. Through this nutritional overhaul, you can look better and enjoy stronger immunity, improved mood, and an infinite number of other benefits that go way beyond aesthetics. The Vitality Cleanse is the spark that will ignite your transformation. Cleansing is the process of purging your bodies of accumulated toxins while replenishing your body with essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. While the word cleanse may be intimidating to some, it actually describes the gateway to a profoundly healthier way of life that will revitalize you. By ridding your body of toxins and flushing it with nutrients, you will help your body return to homeostasis, which means perfect health. That's right. If you want to do a cleanse but aren't sure how, this download includes detailed information that will guide you through the process. You will receive an ebook that explains the specific benefits of doing a cleanse, breaking down exactly how it works. 
There's also a detailed plan of what to do, including a daily schedule and a shopping list that will eliminate any guesswork. Put your health back in your hands and feel the best you can. Yes, so you can download it from foodhealscleanse.com and it's valued at $26. But from now until January 5th, it will be 50% off using the coupon code FOODHEALS. That's foodhealscleanse.com. You're listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Audrey Hope, who is an intuitive healer, an addiction counselor, and motivational speaker. Audrey has worked with hundreds of celebrities, producers, CEOs, doctors, lawyers, athletes, and more. Many of their identities have to remain confidential, but we can name those who went public with their addiction and problems. Vince Neal, Bobby Brown, Mark Jacobs, Mackenzie Phillips, and more. That's quite a lineup. Okay, Audrey. What is the science of true love and how can we use it to manifest a soulmate? Well, this is a question that I think everybody wants to know, right? Yeah. Am I in this relationship? How can I manifest my soulmate? What can I do to have a better love? You know, it just goes on and on. Okay, so we if we think about it in rational business terms, if you do what needs to be done, you'll have it. So that's why I call it a science because, you know, there's certain things that you can do to have it. It doesn't have to be that mysterious, okay? You have to create the environment for it and then it will come. So here's what you got to do, all right? You have to make a decision <laughs> that you want the best love possible. It's a decision. You have to say, I am done taking crumbs. I mean, how many people settle for less? So it has to be first thing, I'm not settling. It's like a vow. The universe hears it. And then you have to decide that you will do whatever it takes to have it. You will become the best person that you can be and that you will just heal and do whatever it takes to become your list. I say you have to become your list. I mean, how many... People make a list. I want this. I want that. I want that. Do you ever think that spiritually, let's say you want respect. You want a man to respect you. Well, do you respect yourself? Do I want someone who uh, treats me well? Well, do you treat yourself well? That's kind of the three-minute way to do it. (laughs) Become, (laughs) Become what you want in another. Become what you wish to find. And, and marry yourself in a way. Uh, be the love you seek. Love be it. Be as wonderful as the person you desire to be with. And, of course, this requires you to have patience. Okay? You have to wait. You know how sometimes we're, we, you know, we, we rush to do something. We want to get the job. We put all this energy out in the world, and we're running, running, running. Well, to spiritually manifest our twin flame, our soulmate, it's opposite. You have to rest back. I even say sit on the couch and relax because if you're in this energy field of magnetization, it will come to you more when you're at rest. So is there one soulmate for each person or is there multiple soulmates in our life, whether it's our friend or sister, blah, blah, blah? You know, a lot of people ask me that. Um, I, I don't think it matters because I would just ask in the now moment, are you with the person that serves you 
serves your life, serves your life purpose. Right. You see, because if you're not, if you're on a spiritual path and you're with someone, let's say, who's an addict and is not getting any help, that relationship energetically is not a match, right? Right. It's not, you're in a high frequency, that person isn't. So the universe is actually going to do something to break you apart because it doesn't serve your pathway. So the question will becomes, are you living up to your highest potential? Are you with the person that you're meant to be with? Are you simpatico with that person? Are you able to do what you came to the planet to do? More than is this soulmate, is there only one? Because if someone's not living up to, if not meeting, you know, the highest for you, then there will be another one for you. In the now moment, it will change because we're always, we're living our spirituality and we're always up that ladder. So whatever we need comes to us. Yeah. So that's how I think I would answer that question. I always say God's the matchmaker here. Um, and this is the way I so met for, my husband. So I forget met, Tinder, forget Match.com. No, 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 no. God my, is the matchmaker. I'm just going to say that I met my husband online. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. But it's funny, I did, but I did all the work for it. And then I felt this is such an amazing thing because I was doing all the healing work. Of course, I was fed up. I mean, come on, where is he already? Right. And I was getting my hair washed at the... Um, you know, the beauty parlor, and someone was telling me about this website they were on. Which one? Um, um, Plenty of Fish. Ah. So I went home, and I was obsessed. I couldn't get that out of my mind. You know, they were washing my hair saying it. So I couldn't sleep. I'm like, oh, my God. I felt like somebody was tapping. This energy was tapping on my shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. This guidance was telling me to do it, and I couldn't sleep. So I went on, and I met my husband. Uh, just like it was like a miracle. He yeah. was he's from New York. He did everything. He had a spirituality like me, and it was just incredible. So um, there, that's where the magic comes in. You do the work, and you clear the pathway, and then that person can come in. This is the higher force. So God is online. God is, <laughs> God is definitely online. There's no doubt about it. And you, and you get <laughs> by, <laughs> you know, by letting go and surrendering. Sometimes people say, "Well, I don't believe any of this." I'm like, "Great! Who says you have to believe anything? Just try it. Just say, just throw your hands up and say, you know what? I don't believe in anything. Let, just show me, and just like do that. Like that's more real than anything." <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a story coming to mind and I'm just going to interject this here because I was looking for a new dog walker and I was walking my dog around my neighborhood and this guy came up to me and he had a card out and he's like, are you looking for a dog walker? And the way he approached me, I just, I was resistant and I was like, no, no, I'm fine. But I was looking for a new dog walker. And then <laughs> a week later, same guy, I'm walking up to Runyon Canyon, which I live near. And he was handing out dog cookies and cards, same Aww. guy, and was like, hey, uh, you need a dog walker? And I was like, you know what? I do. And I think I wasn't in an open and receptive place when I first met him. But you talking about, I met my husband online too. And when I'm just thinking about this, like sometimes you ask for things and you don't think it's going to be that easy. Mm -hmm. Like, and it for me, my experience meeting 
um, dating online was not as as direct and as easy as it sounds like it was for you, Audrey. But sometimes we have to get out of our own way and realize, yeah, it can be that simple. And that's why I was like, so God is online. He's matchmaking. <laughs> he's matchmaking online. But there was a lot of days of tears before that too. Yes, <laughs> there was a lot of background on that. It didn't. It was a lot of years of like you know dating the the icky guys and you know crying about it and doing my work. You see, the spiritual path isn't isn't a walk in the park, and um and that's it's not supposed to be. It's it's a very challenging pathway to take. And it's not for everyone. You have to be able to walk through fire, fire purification. It's a very hard path because you're challenged a lot to become a warrior, to become a master, to become a leader. So, you know, people think, oh, I'll just sing in church or I'll just do this. It's not like that. If you want this path to be the best that you can be and to live this way, that means that the universe is going to come and clear out everything that needs to clear. I mean, every single one of your issues are going to end up at your front door, one after the other, and then the next one and the next one. A lot of spiritual people complain. Well, they think they do the laws of manifestation. I read all the books. How come I don't have what I want? Because the the miracle is not getting what you want, because that made you stronger. We are here in this time period. This is a very interesting spiritual time. Okay, this is a powerful time. And it's not an easy time, and we are here to become masters. I'm blown away. Yeah, I mean, what do people think? They they wonder, well, I did the law of attraction. How come my career isn't happening? Yeah. How come it's not doing that? It's not about the houses. It's not about the career. It's not that. It's about the soul. And it's about once you don't even need it anymore, and once you are really neutral to it, it probably will come in. There is different reasons why we're here. We are manifesting our issues and what we need to learn. And that's the truth. And that's why people are stuck. I know it's a great thing to pray for it, to go manifest it, go out in the world, but it's too easy. It's more than that. You know, they forgot about the karma. They forgot about the personal karma and the karma of the world. You know, a lot of us are here to do the work because we're, you know, saving the planet. What is the karma of the world? Oh, I could talk about um, negative energies that are, you know, that are the negative versus dark versus light and and how we are to become strong no matter what happens to us um, and to not buy into all this darkness that we see. And, um, you know, I mean, look at it. There's a lot of terror and fear in the world, right? Yeah. What do we do about it? Well, we have to rise to it and triumph over it because it's a trick to try to keep us down and away from our light. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like I'm constantly trying to overcome the negativity that's bombarded at us, whether it's like messages we're receiving in our lives or online or from the news. And it's like, no, you have to be peace. And if you are being peace, if you are being love, that can overcome this negativity. But it starts with you. Be the change you want to see, right? Right. But also, if you're going into the entertainment world, the media is very difficult. And that's where it all happens. The, the dark messages come through the media, the superficiality, you got to be young, you got to belong. So if you're going to be an actress, or you're going to go into the media, you need extra protection. 
so that you don't buy into all of it. So you, I, you listen, I always say you can use the image of a warrioress, you know, put you put on like regalia. You can use the image of a soldier. You can use the, a coconut around you. Um, you can use light force around you, a golden light force around you, but you must have a shield. You must have a shield. You cannot be open to the world with your arms open and, and just go, okay, world, no, you have to be able to be protected from what comes at you. An energy teacher that I was working with, also a New Yorker, she lives in New York, and she was talking about how the reason that people in New York wear so much black is that it is a uh, deflection of all of the energy coming at them, that it is a type of shield energetically interesting so that they won't you know all of the energy and the electricity and the noise and the crowds and the people that it, it's sort of a protection um yes. i wanted to share that because when That's she said that true. when she said that i was like that makes a lot of sense absolutely but to actually consciously use these power tricks like shield up mm-hmm. to actually know that you're doing that and you always check in with yourself to make sure you're aligned and you haven't you know, anything hasn't stopped you being in that grounded place. And that's the trick. That's the trick of being in spirituality is that to know you will get knocked down, but how do you come up? Constantly get up and get back into your alignment. I love it, Audrey. And if someone is listening to this and they want to speak with you or become a client or watch you online, how can they get in touch? What do you do every day with your clients? How do you help them? Well, I work at the rehabs in Malibu. Um, I do work in addiction and trauma and all that. And I have clients there. I work at Seasons Rehab. I've always loved that. I continue to do that. And then I have my own practice. And they could reach me, you know, at... um, my website or my hopes voice at aol.com they can you know i do women's groups too and i don't have a set technique i i you know i just know that whatever's going to be needed to happen will so you know sometimes i i i can access the other side if someone has a parent who passed away i mean i i'm like a one-stop shop because i really <laughs> care so I figured, oh, my God, i got to learn this. What happens if someone, you know, has a past life that they're um, still dealing with? Yeah, yeah, sometimes it's past lives. Sometimes you can see that. Sometimes they need to talk to their mother who passed away. Sometimes they have to go back to the soul contract, their karma. So I just kind of started to do all of it because it's needed. So I never know, but I do know that, Whatever will, it will be life-changing and it will get the job done because it, it, it just always happens and I don't worry about it. So, you know, I see people for like an hour, an hour and a half, and it'll happen. You know, we'll start off, how you doing, like we talk, and then it'll start to take and then I'll go, you know what, that's what this is. And, you know, that's where the busting comes in because I'm like, I, this is what it is and it's shown to me. It's just right. It's like, it's, it's such a God place where it comes from. It's so well placed. I really mean to help. So there's no problem with it. It's just all aligned. Well, I'm ready to be busted. And I think Susie is too. So we're definitely going to come in and have our own <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Listen, I got that title uh, because I used to scream at the addicts. 
get over yourself. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> so used to put me in a room up on a hill because I would, you know, scream sometimes, scream it out of them. You know, whatever necessary. <laughs> sometimes people need it, you know. Sometimes they need a warm hug and, and sometimes they need to be busted. Tough love. I got drug addicts are great at lying to themselves. They say, how do you know? If a drug addict is lying, if he's moving his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about social media? Are you on Facebook, Twitter? All of it on my uh, website, askaudreynow.com, and all my stuff is on there. And all my YouTube is, you know, you can look up Audrey Hope, Audrey Hope Now. I have a TV show. I'm also, you know, I'm going to be in, you know, I've done TV shows. And I'm going to be doing more of them. I, I have a show that might go into production very soon. Very exciting. Well, we can't wait to check out your new show. Everyone go find Audrey online. And Audrey, what is your final tweetable advice that you can leave us with? I would have to say that it's time for all of us to be happy, powerful, and divine. Thank you so much, Audrey. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.